from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. That guy was not lying. You are listening and watching. The Hip Hop Patriot. Welcome to Live from America, folks. It is 5 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the second hour of the day for Live from America. I want to thank you guys all so very much for being able to find the time to join in on the live uh, video, the live show. It's um, We're broadcasting on YouTube and Rumble at the same time right now. And then the recorded version will also be uploaded to all those platforms, including CloudHub, Parler, and Telegram, and then of course JeremyHarrell.com. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. I just want to say, you guys, it is incredibly great to see, to, to, to watch the growth of the show. I mean, so many of you have been part of this show for so long. Back when I was, before, before my journey with Jesus, before my, my, my awakening, um, doing videos in the backyard, drinking bourbon and smoking cigars and, you know, dropping F-bombs constantly. And, and uh, you know, the patriotism and the passion was always there. It was just a little bit misguided. And I'm so happy to be, you know, to take the entire thing from that to this. I mean, it is truly, truly an honor, and it's an it's a wonderful journey that we've all embarked on together, and if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here to begin with. We just wouldn't be here to begin with. So, we have, what, you know, about 2,500 people watching already. I am, uh, did your vacation get canceled? No, my vacation didn't get canceled. I go this week, just so you know. But yes, we have, we have a ton of people watching from both sides, so let me go to the social media platforms, Rumble and YouTube, and let's give uh, let's give some shout outs and see what people are saying. We've got um, we've got Carrie from Texas in the building, and as a matter of fact, there was somebody uh, before the show started on YouTube who's a 15 year old patriot, and I said, "Wow, a 15 year old patriot! How incredible is that? It's just it's great to see that stuff." Of course, P- Corn Pop is watching as always. We've got Amy from Oregon watching. I appreciate you, Amy. We've got Nikita from the Democrat state of Virginia, she says. Um, Fur Girl says, please pray for my sister. I don't know what's really going on with your sister, but uh, if you need our prayers, then you've come to the right place, and we will definitely uh, uh, keep your sister in our prayers no matter what is going on. Uh, Good evening, live from America. Tracy from South East Michigan. I don't know where you are in relation to Muskegon. I know Michigan is a pretty good sized state, but we will be in Muskegon, uh, Michigan on the 28th of this month. Going to be a big event. I hope you guys can all make it out there. Um, We've got Tom from Wisconsin. We're going to be in Wisconsin on the 1st, and we're actually working with Sheriff Clark and seeing what kind of event we can put together there with him. It's going to be really great. Uh, Peggy from Virginia. And this is these are all from uh, Rumble right now, folks, just so you know. Um, we've got uh, somebody, Washington84 says, wake up, America. Well, what, that's the best advice I've heard all day. Wake up, 
America. We've got Alicia White. She says, hit that rumble, family. That's right. If you are watching on rumble, then reach down and hit that rumble. And do me a favor, copy the link and share the video all over the place. We've got a few hundred people watching on YouTube as well. We've got um, uh, Vizzo uh, X says, hey, Jeremy, shout me out. Danny from Midland, Texas. We've got Larry uh, from Democrat to Hell, Washington State. He says, Paula is uh, watching from Fort Worth. Good to see you, Paula. Kathy Collins, good to see you. Thank you very much. We've got Bobby Mannion. He says, I catch you wherever I see you. Well, hey, that's why I try to get distribution everywhere we can. That's why I try to get as many different platforms for Live from America as I possibly can. Uh, Brenda Hughes is watching Rumble and YouTube. So we got a big shout out to Brenda Hughes there watching both. And of course, we've got Roxy. Hi, Jeremy, here in Sacramento, California, where Gavin Newsom extended his COVID emergency past June 15th. What do you know? That's why everybody wants him gone from that state. It's pretty bad when you try to uh, hold power in a place where nobody loves you. <laughs> where literally nobody loves you. That's my beef, beef with Facebook. You don't want me there? Don't have to be there. If YouTube ends up bouncing me too, guess what? Don't want to be there. I don't want to be where I am not welcomed. Uh, a couple more shout-outs here from YouTube. We've got Greg Buckner watching. He says, shout-out, please, Jeremy. Shout-out to Greg Buckner. How you doing, brother? Good, th uh, good to have you here. Thank you so very much. And Wendy Walker says, hey, hey, Jeremy. Texas here. We love and support all you're doing. Well, guess what? I love and support Texas. My, my first visit to Texas was when we went to the border with Real America's Voice News and Ben Berkwam. And it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And Gloria Cranmore says, shout out to Michigan. Great to see you. Well, I hope I can see you on the 28th of this month in Muskegon, Michigan. Also, like to give a shout out to Hector Lugo. Hector Lugo reached out to me on Clout Hub and said that he, you know, he'd love to get a shout out. So there you go, Hector. It was a uh, Great to have you reach out to me on Clout Hub. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I like it over there. Videos upload really fast. Shout out to Farah from Long Island, who is a two time a day viewer of Live from America and has been since last October. She has said she said she has not missed a show since last October. Isn't that amazing? Sharon Roth says, why does Rumble freeze in the evening? I don't know. I really don't know. I'm I'm working the best I can with these support companies to try to make sure that we give the best uh, show that we can possibly give and and soon and very soon like i said i spent a long time almost till midnight last night talking to the uh to the owner and the president of real america's voice news and they have a lot of big um upgrades and just a lot of partnership that they're they're getting ready to put their creative development team and their and their tech team behind live from america to really get it ready uh to take the next step and i'm very excited about that and they want me to be me they want me to continue to be me they want me to continue with my life from america family they just want to make it stronger and i'm, ex I'm excited about that um also, Suzanne Susson, um, your Bible is on the way. I did get your message, and it's definitely on the way. So I wanted to make sure that you um, that I got that uh, out to you. And also to um, Debbie Graham, I got your Swamp Donkey stickers in the mail, and uh, they should be at your house uh, within a few days. So thank you very much. I also like to say happy birthday to Teresa from Kansas. Your birthday is June 18th. I will be on vacation, so I won't be able to say happy birthday to you. So, guys, if you could, please join with me, and let's sing happy birthday to Teresa from Kansas. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Teresa. Happy birthday 
to you. God bless you, honey. I hope you have a wonderful birthday uh, on the 18th of this month. And I would like to show you guys, I got a brand new button. As you can see, if you if you follow me on Instagram or Telegram, you see that I posted a picture of all my new button of all my buttons. Of course, you know I got the famous Nobody cares. Right? And I also got the Ronald Reagan. I got the and now, ladies and gentlemen, thanks to Tina Couch, I finally have a fake news button with a lot of different fake news sayings with President Trump's voice. Let's go through a few of them, shall we? This uh, fake news was indeed fake news. <laughs> we don't want fake news. Nope, we don't want fake news. You're CNN. You're fake news. <laughs> you have an agenda. You're CNN. You're fake news. I can remember every time he says all these things. All I can say is it's totally fake news. Just fake. It's fake. It's uh, made up stuff. Totally fake. It's fake. It's totally made up stuff. fake news. And let's give a couple more. Honestly, it's fake news. It's fake. That would be another example of, as you say, fake news. <laughs> so I'm so happy for my fake news button. I'd also like to show you a couple other things that were sent to me that I got today. And this comes from Lawrence Mills. And I'll be wearing this when we shoot off fireworks. On um, 4th of July. Got this amazing hat. And I got a few things in here. Check out these bumper stickers. Check this one out. Trump. Keep America great. An older one. 2020. But then. There is a Save America Again. Trump 2024. Bumper sticker. And some flags in there as well. So thank you very much Lawrence. I appreciate that gift. And then one more here. Now we had a. Uh, Kim Thompson actually. Drew a picture. She hadn't drawn in a long time. She wanted to get back into drawing. And Kim Thompson actually drew a picture that I have on my wall right over there of me wearing a MAGA hat. Well, she sent me a couple other drawings. They're very big here. So I'll try to just show them uh, as best as I can. There's a picture she drew of me. It says Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. I think that's pretty cool. And then a picture of me and Sabrina, my wife, as well. So thank you for those drawings. Um, like I said... <laughs> Folks, I'm going to need a, an entirely new studio real soon. So we'll see what happens there. Because uh, I just have I have boxes and boxes of stuff that I cannot get on the walls. The studio just isn't big enough. So we're, we're looking now and we'll see what happens. I just don't want to overextend uh, Live from America. I don't want to overextend the show uh, this early into the show. You know what I mean? A lot of people grow too big too quick. And I don't want to do that. I want to make sure that we're solid and that we have a good uh, foundation before we try to make any other moves. So, you know, I've been there before. Don't want to be there again, if you know what I mean. All right, folks, uh, let's get into Jesus Calling, the evening edition, shall we? Now, uh, this, this is actually great. You remember what we talked about earlier, right? About staying in the present and, and so many times we our, our mind goes on what's going to happen in the future and our mind goes to maybe feelings and, and, and emotions and things that happened in the past. But we're constantly trying to revert away from the present because in the present is where emotion lies. If you watch the show this morning, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay? Um, <clears throat> check this out. June 8th, Year of Our Lord, 2021. And it goes exactly with what my verse of the day was this morning when this happens and it does happen quite a bit where the two messages actually meet in the middle and i didn't even plan it that way you know there's somebody in charge of that so june 8th here we go because your mind is in a fallen condition it will sometimes wander across the timeline into tomorrow's troubles 
As soon as you realize that you're worrying about tomorrow, take action. Simply leave those thoughts where they are in the unreality of the future and come quickly back to the present. I am always near. See, God's always trying to get us to come back to the present. God's always wanting us in the here and in the now because in the here and the now is where we can worship, love, and honor Him. Not in the past and not in the future. But that's where our mind, our human default settings go to because we're constantly trying to get away from things that are that, that, that are bothering us now or that we're suffering from now. It's, it's, it's incredible. And uh, so this devotional was taken from Matthew 6.34, which says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Amen. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Matthew 6.34. Also, Hebrews 3.1, which says, Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle, and the high priest whom we confess. And before you turn out the light tonight, forego your worries about tomorrow. My presence lovingly awaits your attention. You know, I, I, I often think about this, and I think about God waiting there to pick you up in the present, but you never show up. You never call. You never text. You never let him know. You just don't show up, and God waits for you. And God waits for you. The difference between God and humans is humans will leave if you don't make it by, let's say, a half hour to an hour. Humans will be like, I'm out of here. But God continues to wait there for you for when you come there to meet him. It's, it's, it's incredible. It really is. I'm going to take a quick drink of uh, from my drain the swamp cup here. Think about this, folks. Becky 80 just said on Rumble, the old saying, don't borrow trouble. Wow, that's incredible. Don't borrow trouble. And speaking of Drain the Swamp, if you've never heard my song, Drain the Swamp, then just go to jeremyharrell.com, go to the music section of my page, and you can scroll down and listen to all my music for free on any platform that you want. But it goes a little something like this. Drain the Swamp, lock them up, James Comey, Peter Strzok, Hillary Clinton, that's not enough, man. The deep state is running rampant. Time to lock them up, Trump. <laughs> it's a great song. You guys will love it. You will enjoy it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Lord's Prayer so we can really just close, close out the intro of the show with giving all of our love and honor to God as we begin the first and foremost section. So you know the drill. If you know the Lord's Prayer, please join with us. If you are new to the show, we do this at the start of every show, about 15 minutes in, to just get us in the right mojo, to get us walking down the right path, and to give God all the glory for all of the blessings that he's given us. So say it loud from your lips to his ears so all of heaven can rejoice. Say it with me, folks. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, folks. Amen. We finally arrived at oh by the way before we get started yes i just want to reiterate i want to say it as many times as i can because there will be some people who do not watch some of these shows and come friday evening they're gonna go where's jeremy where's jeremy how come he's not on i leave for vacation friday evening i will be doing a show friday afternoon 11 o'clock like i always do eastern time 
but I will not be doing a Friday evening show because we are headed on vacation, and uh, I will try to do as much as I can um, as far as doing a show in the evenings while I'm gone, but it might be might be a little difficult. Uh, but I get to do I, I get something even better. I'm going to be doing a documentary all the way down there about where where people think God is. I'm just going to be pulling people aside at rest areas and campgrounds, and I'm going to ask them where do they think God is in 2021. And I'm going to end the documentary down there doing a, spe- a special interview. Thanks to some friends who sent me some VIP passes to where we're going. I'm going to do a special interview with Ken Ham who is the owner and uh, creator of the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. And I'm just super excited to be able to have that opportunity. So, are you guys ready for Live from America? Because I am. You ready? I'm ready. All of you on Rumble, you ready? YouTube, you ready? Podcast, you ready? Okay, here we go. Let's get ready to rumble. Cackling Kamala Harris, ladies and gentlemen. She takes the first and foremost section of today. Yes, I spent a lot of time talking about the unqualified vice president that she is. This woman, and I'm not even trying to be mean here, this woman could not be an effective mayor for any city, small or large. This woman has no idea how to govern. She has no idea how to not be a pompous elitist, and she has no idea what regular people think. She just has no, she is just so far out of reality that she cannot govern, and she's weak. And we saw this on this morning's show. I showed you two different scenarios where she was not only weak, but that she was completely unqualified. And the reason why we're spending so much time talking about cackling Miss 2% Kalema Harris is because she's possibly going to be the next and first woman president of the United States when resident corn pop kicks the bucket or just literally can't be out in public anymore, which is going to happen sooner or later. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm trying to live in reality here. Now, if for some reason President Trump can't get these two out of office before that happens, we're going to see this woman... And not just this woman. I'm just saying this woman is. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm. I'm specifically talking about her. This specific woman. We're going to see her, president of the United States of America. The, the the woman can't make it through a press conference. The woman can't make it through a a speech, without cackling and being just weird and annoying and unqualified and weak, and weak. Like I said, the, the, the president of Guatemala made her put on her mask and she went back to the pulpit like a child, even though she's fully vaccinated, and put her mask on. It's incredible, ladies and gentlemen. It truly is incredible how weak and unqualified she is. So I showed you two examples of this earlier, and I'm going to show you two more examples of it now. For those who are watching on YouTube, you will not be able to see the screen change. Not yet. I'm working on being able to do that, but you will be able to hear what I'm about to show the crowd on Rumble. Folks, <laughs> this is Cackling Kamala Harris on a one-on-one interview for NBC News, and he takes her, takes her to task as, as much as any reporter does to, to any leftist these days, which is not very much. And I'm sure you've all seen this, but for those who haven't seen this, I want you to hear what she says. And for those who on YouTube who, who won't see this because I can't show you the screen like I can on Rumble, the way she throws her hands up like it's no big deal is so disrespectful. It is so dang disrespectful. I cannot believe this woman is where she is. So anyway, I'm going to transition this over, turn up the volume a bit, 
and let's play. Just quickly put a button. Okay. Do you have any plans to visit the border? I, at some point, you know, it, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole, this whole, this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. First off, first off. You know why? Fake news. It's all fake news. It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. Fake news, ladies and gentlemen. She hasn't been to the border, but let's continue. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. Uh, and I haven't been to Europe. Wow. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. I'm not discounting the importance of the border. Well, I, I mentioned it because I, even, I, I know Republicans have certainly come at you on this, but Democratic Congressman Cuellar has a border district has said to the, you and the president, come. You need, I care you need to see this. Listen, I care about what's happening at the border. I want to play that first part okay. again. Hold on. plans to visit the border? I, at some point, you know, it, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you this whole, lies. this whole, this whole thing about the border. We've been to the border. We've been to the border. You now listen to this. Uh, and I haven't been to Europe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? What kind of answer is that? He says, you haven't been to the border. She says, well, and I haven't been to Europe. I don't see what you're trying to get at here. So for those who didn't see the video, because you might be watching on YouTube, let me switch over to YouTube here real quick on social media. See what some of you saying. She's a liar. She went to no border. Wow, liar. She does not care. Uh, Bold-faced liar caught aging. She is a joke. She is a traitor. These are the comments that I'm seeing right now on YouTube. And I guarantee you, if I pop over to Rumble, it's the same thing. Let's see. Liar. Make her pants start on fire. Liar. We, we, not her. Liar. Um, who's been to the border? None of those lib, <laughs> none of those libtards have been there. And this one lady says, freaking liar. And that's exactly true, ladies. You guys are all correct. But for, for those of you who are on YouTube that didn't see it, she goes like this. She goes, I, I, I don't see what we're trying, I don't see what, what, what point you're trying to make. <laughs> um... Uh, you don't see what point he's trying to make? It is the most simple statement and the most simple question that anybody could ask anybody. And this highly qualified ex-senator, I don't know what point you're trying to make. (laughs) We did it, Joe. Joe, we did it. (laughs) What do you mean you don't know what point he's trying to make? If I was him, that's where I would have been like, um, how do you not know what point I'm trying to make? I I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know my way around Europe either. That's she. The answers that she gives are so ridiculous. And if you watched that press conference that happened in Guatemala, the international press made her look so, so ridiculous. They made her look so ridiculous. She had no idea how to answer them. So she just went to a politician's answer and started giving them an answer to a question they didn't even ask until their time runs out and she goes to somebody else. <laughs> cackle, cackle, cackle. The Democrats didn't want you. The Independents didn't want you. The Republicans didn't want you. America doesn't want you. Guatemala doesn't want you. Iran doesn't want you. China doesn't want you. Literally nobody wants you. Jerusalem doesn't want you. No allies, no adversaries. Nobody wants you. At least in the position that you're in. Your family might want you. Your family might love you. We know God loves you. But in the position you're in, nobody loves you. Nobody wants you there. And every time you speak, this is what we all think. Nobody cares. So, 
ladies and gentlemen. In light of that fact, we are going to go ahead, and you know what? For whatever reason, I did not grab any dum-dums. But let's just go ahead, or my smarties. I didn't grab any of them. I was too busy getting the show ready. But let's just go ahead and cue that dum-dum music, and let's pretend we got one in our hand. Let's give Cackling Kamala Harris the number one dum-dum award of the day. Matter of fact, folks, here is our dum-dum of the month recipient so far. We've had Airhead AOC get the dum-dum award. We've had Dr. I said I'd never say that. Tony Fauci does not deserve the title doctor. We've given Tony Fauci the Dumb Dumb of the Month Award. And we've given John Boehner the Dumb Dumb of the Month Award. I have a feeling that Cackle, Miss Cackle, is going to get the Dumb Dumb of the Month Award for June because we are just constantly throwing Dumb Dumbs out for her. Um, anyway, so we're going to move on to something else. I told you I was going to show you two examples. Well, here's the second example of, of how dumb this woman is portraying herself to be, or is, one of the two. It's, it's one of the two. You're either dumb or dumb. Pick one. Let's go. Fully vaccinated. Didn't want to wear her mask in Guatemala. Okay? She had to be told by the Guatemalan ma- uh, president, go put it on. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> Walks off. Then, she goes up to meet the Mexican president, and he's not wearing one because he's also been fully inoculated. I don't even like to use the, the V word because that's not what they are. That's not what they are. If I get a polio vaccine, guess what? I never get polio. That's a vaccine. So she, so this guy, the, the Mexican president, fully inoculated. So is she. But this time, she actually has it on. And she walks up to meet him and greet him and shakes his hand. He doesn't have his on because he's, you know, he's got the double jab. She's got the double jab. But yet she's wearing hers this time. The woman is just up and down crazy. So for the folks that are watching on Rumble, enjoy this video. There she is. Mucho gusto. They don't touch. They don't shake hands because of, you know, COVID. But she walks up fully masked. And he looks at her like, what are you doing? What are you... We've both been double jabbed here. You know what I mean? I just don't get it. We've both got it twice. Come on, let's go. So the woman's just an embarrassment. And and you know what? And, and, and the reason why I say the woman isn't to to highlight the fact that she's a woman, not a man. I'm just saying that person. You know what I mean? Don't twist all my words, okay? Like when I say they or them. Oh, those people can't say that. Them people can't say that. It's just, it is what it is. She's ridiculous. You're fired. <laughs> Drain the swamp. Lock them up. Kelly on on YouTube, I agree with you. I agree that she got none. She did not get her jabs. I agree with you. I agree it was all for show. But anyway, folks, we have a collective of about 6,000 people watching between both platforms if you guys could do me a favor as we move forward we got another dum dum award of the day to give away and i cannot believe i didn't grab my little dum dums but it's okay you guys get the uh you guys get the gist of it by now mayor Lori lightfoot you my dear get the second 
dumb dumb award of the day today because she's in a little bit of hot water, folks. That's right, Mayor Lori Lightfoot. You might know her as Mayor Lori Beetlejuice. Either way, what happened to this person? Okay, if you ever want to see a true takeover of, of, of demonic fashion, look at Mayor Lori Lightfoot before she became the mayor of Chicago. And then look at Mayor Lori Lightfoot after she sold her soul to the devil and got a little bit of power. It doesn't even look like the same person. And Mayor Lori Lightfoot looks every day like she just walked out of the casket. Every day, doesn't she? I mean, come on. What happened there? And I'm not trying to pick on somebody's looks because of the way they look. I'm trying to pick on somebody's looks because of the way they used to look. What happened there? Did she get her did she get her jabs and this is how she is now? Like what happened? Anyway, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she's finally in some hot water because of her racist remarks saying that she would not allow any interviews from white reporters. She then got sued by said white reporter for violating his civil rights. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a judge has ordered Mayor Lori Beetlejuice Lightfoot to clarify exactly the rhetoric and the reasoning behind the policy where she says she will no longer give interviews to white reporters. Now, you know she's going to come out with this. This is how this is going to go. You ready, folks? Uh, Ma'am sir, whatever, uh, can you please clarify your policy on the statement that you made about not meeting with white reporters and why you're not going to do that? This is how this is going to go. Well, Your Honor, um, see, it's been a long... We have systematic racism in this country, Your Honor. And I've been a victim of systematic racism. Look at me. It looks like I've been punched in both eyes just because I'm... <laughs> ah! Anyway, uh, Your Honor, we have systematic racism in this country. And for far too long have white reporters got the scoop. <laughs> for far too long, Your Honor, white reporters have been given the scoop of the century. Their stories are on the headlines of the front of the newspaper. Their stories are the ones that get prime time on all of the coveted cable news networks. Not CNN. <laughs> lost 75% of the viewership. They're the ones that get all the scoops. And I just want to level the playing field, Your Honor. I want to give those, those scoops, those stories, those primetime stories, the meat and potatoes of America. I want to give them to people who've never had the opportunity to get them. Apparently, information sees color. And apparently, people are trying to get the scoops, but because they are minority in skin color, they don't get the answers, and they just go right over their heads to the white people, and they get the... So it's systematic racism, Your Honor. Either way you cut this, ladies and gentlemen, either way you slice this, either way you skin this cat, calm down, PETA, I'm not really talking about skinning cats, for real. Either way you look at this, she's in the wrong, and she's racist for doing what she did. And I don't think any judge in America who's got a, you know gray matter between his ears is going to say any different long story short i don't see how she avoids a civil lawsuit in which she loses okay uh we've, somebody says on rumble oh my god jeremy you cracked me up i laugh so hard in my home office <laughs> oh either way ladies and gentlemen systematic racism is what causes it all so eh, you might want to you know 
The pooper scoop of the century. Nice. Good one. Good one. I love reading the comments back and forth from YouTube and, and, and uh, Rumble. It's actually really cool. All right. I want to read something to you that I did not get to read to you earlier. And um, let's just see if I can find this real quick. Earlier I talked to you about President Trump and um, Bill O'Reilly going out on tour. And that's actually going to happen in December. I want to, And I screenshot basically how this was going to go down and uh, what statement that they put out anyway. So let me go ahead and read these to you. Trump to hold a, hist a history tour. That's what it's called. It's called the history tour. I told you about it a little, a little bit about it earlier. I want to tell you more in depth about it now. Please share the video if you haven't. Here we go. Former President Donald Trump will conduct a series of four live, uh, four live shows called the history tour. Conversations across the nation in December of this year with Bill O'Reilly the former Fox host announced on Monday. During the live conversations, Trump will provide a never-before-heard inside view of his administration, which will be historical in and of itself. O'Reilly's news release states, During the live conversations, Trump will provide... Okay, we got that. This will be a wonderful but hard-hitting... Um, these will be wonderful but hard-hitting sessions where, we, where we'll talk about the real problems happening in the United States... Those that the, the news is fake. fake news media never mentioned, Trump said in a statement, I will be focusing on greatness for our country, something seldom discussed in political dialogue. If we don't make our country great again, we will never know, uh, we will soon no longer have a country. I can see him saying that, right? Listen to me, Bill. Bill, listen to me. Bill, Bill, I've, I've tried to tell, Bill, listen. If we don't make our country great again, I'm telling you, it's got to be great again. Then we will soon no longer have a country. Bill. <laughs> and then he says, I look forward to working with Bill, who right now has the number one best-selling book to openly discuss the real problems of our country and how to solve them. Additionally, it will be fun, fun, fun for everyone who attends. Trump is likely referring to Killing the Mob, a book co-authored by Bill O'Reilly and Martin Dugard. Currently the New York Times number one best-selling non-fiction book, print and e-book combined. The book is the latest in O'Reilly's best-selling killing series. My job as a historian journalist is to get important things on the record in a fact-based way. These conversations with the 45th president will not be boring, O'Reilly said in a statement. I can't imagine they will be. O'Reilly uh, was the top host at Fox News with the highest rated cable news show for years. Fox decided to cut ties with O'Reilly because of cancel culture after reports that he paid tens of millions of dollars to settle various sexual misconduct lawsuits. Either way, folks, that is going to be one heck of a tour. I cannot wait to get tickets to wherever they go. Um, I wonder where Dennis Miller went, Lydia said. That's a good question. I'm wondering that as well. I'm wondering that as well. Um, Leah, uh, Larry says on YouTube, what's funny on TikTok, they show Kamala telling immigrants not to come, and then it shows Trump saying, and I'm, no, I saw that. I, I saw that. I'm not going to repeat it on, 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 on air, but I did see that. That was good. All right, folks, moving on. Massachusetts. Oh, must we talk about Massachusetts? Taxachusetts, the most liberal neighbor I have to the south of me. Massachusetts High School forces kids to accept the concept of systematic racism in essays. And this goes from 10th grade to 12th grade. 
uh, students were told to create a slide outlining one form of systematic racism, how to impact or how to impact George Floyd's life and how he responded to it. So here we are making this man a hero, putting him up on a pedestal, regardless of all the crimes that he committed. I mean, let's face it, folks. Crimes are in the past. The things that you do are definitely in the past. I've done things that are in the past. I get it. You grow from those. Except George Floyd did not grow from those. He did not learn from those. And he had a record all the way up until the day that he, unfortunately, lost his life. So why we're trying to put this man up on a pedestal, well, I know, but it's ridiculous. Anyway, basically saying that none of what he did he is guilty of. Always shifting the blame. And after, they read a book called Born with Two Strikes. Born with Two Strikes. How systematic racism shaped George Floyd's life and hobbled his ambition. Once again, folks, passing the buck, passing the blame. It's not my fault. I was born with two strikes against me, and systematic racism hobbled my ambition. I did not have the opportunity of pursuit of happiness. I did not have the opportunity to do the right thing. I did not have the opportunity and the decision when I decided to assault a pregnant woman with a gun. I did not have the opportunity and the ability to make a decision when I was selling drugs and eating fentanyl at an alarming rate. I did not have the opportunity or the ability to make a decision when I was trying to buy things with counterfeit money. I did not have the opportunity or the ability to make a decision when I had a slew of crimes leading up to that day that now district attorneys and governors are trying to squash and get off of his record and basically give him a pardon and expunge it from his record so that when you look this up 10 years from now, you will not see that George Floyd ever committed a crime. Now, is the fact that he lost his life unfortunate? 100%. Nobody, nobody losing their life is a good thing. Period. Period. However, I said it before and I'll say it again. Crowder did an enti- an, a, a perfect reenactment of that day with somebody larger, bigger, kneeling exactly on his neck for a longer, and he did the entire show while he was down there still talking. He said, is this uncomfortable? Yes. Does this hurt? Yes. Should this be the way things are done? No. But guess what? I'm not dying. So the fact that they are making these kids, they're forcing these kids to write essays about systematic racism, and if they refuse to write about it, they will fail. They're giving them no choice. You're going to learn about it. You're going to write about it. This is what happened. This is how we change history. We remove statues. We get rid of textbooks. We get rid of God. You listen to what we say. We indoctrinate you. Shut up. Write the essay. Systematic racism exists. Shut your mouth. That's what's happening in Massachusetts right now, folks. It's always somebody else's fault, isn't it? Where are the outraged parents, Tracy says. They need to fight. And they are. They are. If I continue to read on in the story, they are fighting. But what are you going to do? You know what I mean? What are you going to do when you're fighting an entire liberal state like that? It's incredible. Um, Teresa says, Jeremy, is that shirt on your site? Not yet, but we're, uh, RM, uh, RMA Apparels is definitely making one some, similar to this, and we're going to put it on there. <clears throat> Jeremy, can we get a bobblehead of Donald Trump in the background? I actually have one right up there, but I like this one. I like this one right here. Uh, for now, we'll change it out, though. We always change it out. All right, moving on, folks. It is 5.40. we got about 20 minutes left. That's perfect amount of time to get through the rest of these. And again, while I did not grab my candy to throw, I can't believe I forgot that. First time in history. I guess it was the first time for everything. Let's go ahead and cue that drum roll for the Smarty Award of the day. Who's going to get it? 
Who's gonna get it, folks? Well, folks, I don't know if you know this story or not, but there was a teacher by the name of Byron Tanner Cross who was fired from uh, school <clears throat> because he was outspoken and uh, basically slammed proposals that would bring transgender medical treatments into a local Virginia school and would force teachers to use students' chosen pronouns regardless of their biological sex. Well, this teacher, Byron Cross, said, I'm not going to do that. We're not going to, we're not going to push this theory. I am going to call people what they were biologically born as. If you were a girl, you get called a she, or a girl, or a woman, or a lady. If you were born a boy, you get called he, or sir, or young man. That's how I'm going to do it. So the school fired him. The school fired him. But, ladies and gentlemen, in a sweeping victory of free speech, and teachers allowed to be able to be what teachers should be, um, a judge has just ordered in Loudoun County that he be reinstated effective immediately. Woo! Yep, you know what? Um, somebody's right. They said, you're fired. You forgot the candy. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Anyway, the Smarty Award, regardless, goes to this judge in Loudoun County for reinstating this man to his job effective immediately based on the freedom of speech. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. There's still people out there, ladies and gentlemen, who love this little old thing right here called the Constitution. The Constitution of the United States of America. Yeehaw! Gets you out of a jam every single time, as long as you're obeying the law, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great, great, great document, including the Bill of Rights, which is also a great document, including the Federalist Papers. All of those founding documents that we have in this country saved that man and gave him his job back. And I just want to say to that judge in Loudoun County, kudos to you, sir. God bless you for doing the right thing, and God bless you for standing up for cancel culture. And I bet that that teacher's going to walk back into school like, zippity-doo-dah, zippity-day, my, oh, my, what a free speech day. You can't cancel me, I'm here to stay. Zippity-doo-dah, <laughs> zippity-day. <laughs> Woo! I love winning. And speaking of winning, ladies and gentlemen, I want to show you somebody that's very special to me, and I just met them. Okay, but it's one of those things where you meet somebody and you realize, dang, this person, what this person is doing is far beyond what I'm even doing as far as far as changing things. Okay, <clears throat> his name is Billy. He runs a 501c3 nonprofit organization that actually gets homeless vets off the street and he builds facilities for homeless vets to be able to live in, like kind of like dorms, buildings that have dorm rooms that are basically their own space for homeless vets who are struggling, who just can't get a job, who've not been given the right proper treatment by the government, who can't get the right proper medical treatment, and who, who can't find a home. This man and his company, ProvidingHopeVA.com, is doing just that. I've had some amazing conversations with him over the last few weeks, and... Um,
Nice rhyming, Jeremy. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've had some amazing conversations with him over the last few weeks. And for those who are on Rumble right now, I'll be able to show you what the website looks like. And for those of you who are not and won't be able to see the screen, I just urge you to go to providinghopeva.com. Okay? So let's go ahead, transition this over. Here's the website, folks. And as you can see at the top, it says hope and about memberships, programs, get help. Frequently Asked Questions, Testimonials, Giveaways, and Contact. I want to just read a little bit of this for you, okay? Providing Hope's mission will always be to help our nation's struggling veterans in any capacity we're capable to. Our vision is to build the Providing Hope Center, or PHVA Center, where homeless veterans can find shelter, food, counseling, and job skills training. The end goal is to have veterans in their own home within six to eight months. God bless this man. I am telling you, God bless this man. And God bless the people that are working with him who reached out to me because they watched the show. They put me in touch with him to see how we could help. Okay? And I'm going to dedicate a lot of my time to helping this gentleman. Because veterans and the, and, and, and the, and the treatment of veterans in this country, folks, is, is, is terrible. It is absolutely terrible. And these folks go through hell trying to get anything that they can out of the federal government that the federal government owes them and never helps them. And it, and it, 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 really, it really irks me, okay? So this is from Billy right here. It says, Soldiers who fought for our country are now being overlooked. I knew I wanted to do all I could to do, do to support our veterans that, we, uh, that we're in these positions and do all that I could to keep others from getting to that point. And he, it says, how do you do it? He says, we raise funds that are primarily earmarked for our building fund, the Providing Hope Center. All other funds are budgeted to support veterans in financial difficulties, help other veterans-focused organizations, and fundraising, prize marketing, etc. We believe supporters should have the chance at something truly life-changing in an exchange for their donations. That's why we chose to give away all kinds of incredible prizes, cars, trucks, bikes, toys, and even cash, with every donation receiving an entry into a giveaway. It's a win-win. So for those who, who can't see this on YouTube, I just, I'm showing some pictures of the things they've given away. And by the way, some of these cars, some of these um, motorcycles and stuff they were, they're giving away were donated to him to give away, to raffle off, to raise money to build these facilities for our great veterans. Look at this. For those who are watching on YouTube, I'm showing a Mustang Shelby that was given away. Here's some of the past winners right here. Pete, Peter Fowler in uh, Pennsylvania. Jesse Rogers in California. Corey McQuinn in Washington. Greg Sutter in Ohio. Look at the things that these guys have won. Uh, Side-by-sides, motorcycles, cars. And, and a lot of that is donated by people so that they can do this stuff. I mean, folks, I'm going to have him on the show. And when I have him on the show, he'll be able to explain more about what he's doing. He'll be able to give us updates constantly. I'll have him constantly come on the show. And just like the America Strong page, just like with RMA Apparels and Advanced, Advantage Specialty and Mountain Life Threads and all of us working together, I think there's room for all of us to get some veterans off the street and get them the help that they need. Get them a job and get them in their own home within six to eight months. It's truly an amazing story. And I'm, bringing, I'm going to bring him on here after vacation and he can tell you all about it. Because you're going to need to hear it from him. Okay? All right. Moving on. This is a big win for Californians. If you are a Californian, you are going to love this because it hasn't happened for 30 years. Judge Benitez is about to finally overturn a 30-year ban in California on so-called, I'm putting it in quotes, assault rifles. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who Judge Benitez is, Judge Benitez actually fought 
and got rid of the ban on large capacity magazines. They're fighting that in court right now. He says, nope, you cannot do that. And it went, and it's, and it went to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. And guess what? The Ninth Circuit. The Ninth, ladies and gentlemen. We all know the Ninth is... <laughs> we all know what they're capable of. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld Judge Benitez's ruling. And now it's on its way to the Supreme Court. Okay? So there's a lot to digest there. Number one, Benitez is not messing around. Number two... The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals is getting more conservative and actually sided with Benitez, excuse me, with Benitez on this ruling. Now it's going to the Supreme Court. Same thing is happening here. He, he, he wrote this amazing piece on exactly what an AR-15 is. And he debunked the fact that people can call it an assault rifle from top to bottom. And also being the most popular rifle that has the same functions as any of these other rifles that are not called assault rifles because they don't look bad and they don't look mean. He wrote this amazing piece <clears throat> where he compared this, the, quote, assault rifle, the AR-15, to all these other guns, and they were exactly the same. And he, before he makes a ruling on this, he is going to show the world exactly why it's asinine and completely crazy to call something an assault rifle. So now he is going, he, he's get, he is expected to overturn this 30-year ban, in which case it will go to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Now, here is where California is going to find themselves in a bind. Bind. Are you ready for this? If this goes through the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, like the ban on high-capacity magazines did, and then goes to the Supreme Court, then it's going. And the Supreme Court, you know how they're going to rule on this. They're going to rule on, on on in favor of Judge Benitez on this. We we would expect. But the bind that the Democrats are in here is if it goes through the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals and makes it to the Supreme Court, then that means it would be the law, not only in California, but a precedent for every other state, to every other liberal blue state, to be able to take the same case to the Supreme Court and win. And the Democrats don't want that. So if it makes it through the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, the Democrats might just throw their hands up in California and say, we give up. We're going to leave it at this level. You win. We're going to be able to um, have assault rifles back in California with the proper uh, magazines that we want for that gun. And you can't stop us from having that. So the Democrats are in a bind here. So thanks to Judge Benitez for having the courage, having the spine to do this for all Americans, but specifically right now for Californians. Okay? Um, Beth Poole on YouTube says, if we lost Jeremy, it would feel like losing. President Trump, I love joining our LFA family every day, twice a day. This is the best news show that we could ever have. Well, thank you, Beth. God bless you, and thank you for saying such kind words. But folks, the great thing about this is, is the Democrats are in, a, they're in between a rock and a hard place with the one thing that they're trying to ban, AR-15s. It's amazing. It really is amazing. All right, now we're going to move on to the state of Vermont. Now, Vermont used to be a cool state. I'm neighbors with Vermont. I actually lived in Vermont for quite a while, okay? Vermont is used to be a really cool state, and now we call it Northern Massachusetts because all of the people who left the city moved to Vermont and turned Vermont into Massachusetts. Vermont used to be great with guns. It used to be a great conservative state. It used to be just an awesome state. It's where the, Green, it's where the National Guard really was founded, the Green Mountain Boys, okay? A lot of history in Vermont. However, Governor Phil Scott of Vermont, who is a massive rhino, and I would like to just say this. That was false and fake and never happened. You're fired. 
I can't stand this guy. This guy is absolutely one of the biggest rhinos in the world. I don't even know if I'd call him a rhino. I'd just call him a swamp donkey. I don't even know why he's with the Republican Party. This governor in Vermont just signed a bill yesterday that would <laughs> require, not allow, require the state to send out mass mail-in ballots to everybody who's registered in the state. That means if you plan on going to vote, it doesn't matter. You're getting a mail-in ballot in the mail. It doesn't matter. If you're a registered voter, Vermont is now going to require that the state sends out mass mail-in ballots to everybody. Can you just see the fraud happening right before your eyes, ladies and gentlemen? Can you just see the fraud happening right before your eyes? How ridiculous is that? Not that Vermont is going to sway an election one way or another, but for the people of Vermont, everybody in Vermont is conservative outside of Burlington. Outside of Burlington and Montpelier, I'll say that. Burlington and Montpelier, they're the biggest, they have the biggest populations in Vermont, um, and so they're all just Black Lives Matter, flag-waving, skinny jeans-wearing, anarchist communists who literally do not know anything about how the world works, and they want to change Vermont and the world into a communist regime. I feel sorry for people in Vermont, but that's what your governor just did, Phil Scott. So, And I have a lot of friends who live over in Vermont. Some of my best friends live over in Vermont. And uh, I feel sorry for them because they are... My, my one buddy, who I know, I've known for 30 years, when, before President Trump came in, he was like, I don't want this guy being president. This guy's a jerk. He says dumb things. I don't want him to be a president. He went from that in 2016 to now going, when are we going to get this guy back? I can't believe... I can't believe they took the election from him. He was doing such a great job. And why can't they just acknowledge that he's done a great job, that everything was great when he was here? But he's not into politics. He doesn't understand it. So having a best friend like me for 30 years has really opened his mind up. And I red-pilled him big time. <laughs> I red-pilled him, Vermont. How do you like that, Governor Phil Scott? You're fired. All right. I'm going to leave you with some good news. Are you ready for this? For both YouTube and Rumble. Ready? Here we go. Taxpayers, this year alone, 2021, have left blue states in such a drove in search of places like Florida, in search of places like Texas, in search of places like Georgia, in search of places where they can be free and not be completely masked up all the time and not have these draconian totalitarian rules. So places like Michigan, New York, and California have lost millions of people. But here's the great thing. Taxpayers fleeing blue states this year alone to get to red states took a whopping $26.8 billion with them of taxable income. That means that New York, Michigan, California, states like that, have lost almost $30 billion of taxable income in just six months. Months can I get an amen? Now, there are those conservatives who are staying back in those blue states to fight and, and try to turn it back. You know what? I respect both. I respect those that take their money and run and say, you know what? You are no longer robbing me and raping me of my financial freedom, and you are no longer going to impose draconian, totalitarian, communist rule on me or my kids. Peace, we're out. I also respect those that say, you know what? I'm going to stick in, I'm going to put my, I'm going to dig my feet in, and I'm going to fight for my home. I respect you both, but I have to laugh at the fact that those states have lost a combined almost $30 billion in six months. And this is an example, ladies and gentlemen, of how you win. You beat them by hurting their pocket. 
You beat them by taking their money from them. And just like Coca-Cola, just like Disney, just like all these companies who end up backtracking, just like the cruise ship uh, industry in Florida who thought that they were going to be a tough guy against Ron DeSantis, and Ron DeSantis said, uh, bring it, and basically beat him within two weeks. The same thing is going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to see Governor Whitless, Governor Newsom, Governor Cuomo, all of which who should not be governors, all of which should be ousted and sent to Guantanamo Bay for treason, if you ask me my personal opinion. But you're going to see all of them change their tune as quick as they can once this continues to happen. By the end of this year, if this doubles, you're going to see a whopping $60 billion leave these blue states and come to those red states. <laughs> and we're just this little old red state right up here in New Hampshire, surrounded by nothing but a wall of blue. And you know what? We'll keep it that way. We'll stay right in the bullseye, and we'll continue to live free or die right here in the wonderful granite state of New Hampshire. Woo! Woo! Ladies and gentlemen. All right, folks, that's going to do it for tonight's show. I want to let you guys know that JeremyHarrell.com is your answer for everything, all updates, all the shows. If you can't find them, you can now find the, the uploaded version on Rumble. I will upload this version, this recorded version, just in case it doesn't stay, on Rumble. I'll also upload it to CloudHub. I'll upload it to Telegram. I'll upload it to Parler. Okay, you'll be able to hear the podcast, and all of which you can see at jeremyharrell.com. You can also sign up for the newsletter there. If you haven't, I recommend doing so. The newsletter is fantastic, and so many people are loving it big time. And also, if you can, please uh, become a monthly donor to Live from America uh, as we get that next step. We're this close from being able to say, you know what, we're taking massive steps, and, you, and we're not taking any major funding from anybody. We'll never do that. We'll do partnerships like we do with Mike Lindell. If you put in promo code LFA, you get some stuff there. But we'll do partnerships, but we will never let anybody change the show. We're going to keep it the way it is because you got me here, and God got me here, and that's how we're going to stay. So, folks, there are right ways. And there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. And I will see you tomorrow. Live from America. 11.